0: This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. Let's prayer. Our Father, we thank you for this day. We know Lord there's a lot of churches who need pastors or a lot of mission fields who need missionaries, a lot of Christian school and Christian school teachers. Lord, we, uh, we know you're calling people out. That's not the problem. We're not going to accuse you, but uh, some people have more important things to do than to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, we do pray, help me control my tongue, help me to say what I need to say, help me to preach the word of God. Lord, we do pray bless the night. We do, we do uh, pray if anybody here is lost. They've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to save them. They don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray they'll get saved. And Lord, we do pray for some young people. We pray for some young old people. Let us come forward tonight and surrender and say, I'm willing to do what you want me to do. And Lord, we do pray best tonight. Help us to understand God's word. Help us to see it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. The Lord Jesus Christ had a commission. Now he came to earth to die there upon the, the cross. I'm glad he did. You know, I deserve to go to hell. I'm thankful he took my place. Thank you. he shed his precious blood. When I got saved, I, I didn't know anything that I was saved. But the Lord Jesus Christ, he had a commission. Now, we know we're supposed to do some things, don't we? We have it up here. <laughs> but listen, it. if you have it up here and you don't have it here, you're not saved. Yeah, that's the first thing I realized when I got saved. I read my New Way reading Bible every day. (laughs) I tried to understand the scriptures even before I got saved. But, but you know, the first thing that I saw when I got saved is that I had a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I wanted to serve him. Didn't matter what. Didn't matter what I had to do. I cut my hair. Quit drinking beer, dropped out of college in my senior year, didn't matter. But listen, we can have it up here and we'll have it down there. And I can tell you how. If you're, we're talking about saved people now. In Matthew 20 and verse 21, Jesus, then Jesus said unto the again, peace be unto you. As my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. The Lord Jesus Christ said, the Father sent me, and I'm sending you. Now, who's he talking to there? He's talking to his disciples, talking to believers. And by the way, if you're in God's will, you will have peace. <laughs> Man, I was in some bad situations in Africa. Yeah. Fifteen thieves came to my house one night, threw rocks on the metal roof. I said, what did you do? Well, I went out and threw rocks back at them. <laughs> there was 15 of them. But, but to, to, to defeat a thief, you've got to think like a thief. They sent one guy in to open the gate. We pounded him with a 100 bricks. He never got the gate open. Well, missionaries have exciting times. So. <laughs> well, they burnt my fence. We, we have a metal fence. and You put African grass up there. We have a little sand there. If they don't see it, they can't want it. But the guy burnt my fence. That made me mad. So, uh, they left. They didn't get anything. They broke a window. but Melody wouldn't be there with me, but I told her, no, you can't be out of here. So, uh. I just located this thumb, I mean this finger, because I caught, caught a, rock, a brick in midair, threw it back at him. But because uh. I had an advantage, I'm six three. I had a straight shot. Malayan is only five two five feet. They always make me look big, but they had a lot of theirs. So I'm not going to say it, so it's going to be easy. <laughs> be a missionary is not. I happened to know the commander in chief of the Southern Forces of Malawi. I went and talked to him. He was living out where we were living at because it was so bad. Thieves were so bad. He said, I'll give you two of my guys every night. They'll be dressed up with soldiers, they'll have AK 47s, and not one thief will bother you. Well, we gave him about $50 for about 30 days. We gave him biscuits a night and tea. and... uh, We've got to leave 25 of those soldiers to the Lord. I have a good time being a missionary. But listen, uh, Jesus wants more to go. I, I, I think God is calling more people than are going. You think that, Mark? Huh? Too many people want to stay at home. So we're getting behind. There's more missionaries coming home than coming. I asked my mission board director, so, when do we don't have candidate school. So, we have no candidates. <laughs> so I, I taught with Worldwide. They don't have any candidates either, by the way. The guy's calling. Jesus is our example. He was close to the people. Everywhere he went. says, everywhere. I like that word here. says, he went everywhere. Went to Jerusalem, Jericho, Nazareth, Caper- Capernaum, Samaria, Bethany, and Gadara, and that was just a few. He, he gave the gospel to every class of people. Religious leaders, Nicodemus, Pharisees, outcasts, woman at the well, Zacchaeus, Murray Magdalene, Lazarus, political leaders, Herod, Pontius Pilate, Common people, ordinary people, rich people, the rich young ruler, military people, a Satorian. I'm not against church visitation, but if you're saved, you're supposed to be on a 24-hour call. Yeah. You know, sometimes we, we just come out with church visitation, and I'm all for it. But sometimes I think we don't have the witness anytime else. So we need to be given the gospel everywhere we go, and people come our way. Give them the gospel. Tell them how Jesus saved you. Tell them you were a no good for nothing, rotten right sinners. You still are, even after getting saved. Jesus saved me. Jesus saved you. Sometimes we rule people out. I witnessed to the leader of the CCAP, Presbyterian group. 50% of the people are there Presbyterian. Got a chance to witness to him. Got a chance to witness to the commander in chief of the southern forces of Malawi. I mean, Jesus didn't say in Mark 16, 15, going into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Did he mean that? Huh? Now, we know we're supposed to do that. But when God wants us to go, what do we do? Oh, well... uh, I like to stay here in America, and there's place, there's things to do here in America. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's more people staying than going. But Jesus had a commission. Everywhere he went, he was preaching, he was teaching, he was giving the gospel out. Are, are you doing that? Am I doing that? I fell, yeah. I know the Bible says the just man falls seven times but rises up again. You and I say? Christian may fail but he'll keep, he'll keep getting up until the job's done. Listen, our Lord lived the Great Commission. He said in Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Listen, when we went to the Lord, we needed to disciple them. When I got saved, I didn't know anything. I knew Jesus died for me. I knew I was saved. I had a personal relationship. I prayed a lot when I was a Catholic. <laughs> but getting fathered in this roof. When I talk to people about being saved, you have a personal relationship. You pray to your father. Does, does he answer your prayer request? My mother had lung cancer. Shortly after we got to the field, the doctor says she would be died dead in one month. And I came home and one church dropped me, I didn't care. You, know, you got Most churches understand these things. But if my mother was a saved woman, I probably wouldn't have come back. But she was, she was unsaved. So we came and spent a month with her. and well, you know, she got saved. She was taking chemotherapy, but her, her gallbladder went out. And her immunity was soaked down. And she was going to die from that gallbladder surgery. Before she went in there, I gave her the gospel. She got saved. She lived 15 years after that. So, uh, so uh, God heals too. I just hurt my shoulder not too long ago. I said, uh, Lord, I, I don't want to go to the doctor. Heal it. He healed it. Okay? She'll beat you in basketball, right? <laughs> any of be disciple on you young people. Man, William, he asks all kinds of questions. Ten o'clock at night. He gets eat a live wire at ten o'clock. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> Once enough words come back. Went over in the last days. Huh? Went over in a recession. He loves second coming. Need to stop with young people. They'll either get it from you or they'll get it from somebody else. When you win somebody to Lord, you need to disciple them. I wouldn't be where I was at today if I got saved. I, I got saved. I, I'm going to heaven. But I was discipled. Number two, our Lord had compassion on the people. You say, what does a missionary do the first 10 days of his life in Malawi? I just went around and looked at the people. I saw people that didn't have no arms and didn't have no legs. And you need to pity people like that. But the best way you can help them is give them the gospel. I went to the graveyard there in Blantyre. I don't hear voices. (laughs) Uh, These things that's come to mind. It seemed like the Lord said, see these fresh graves? There's too too many people dying here without the gospel. The Lord was teaching me. I need to have compassion on these people. He saw them fainting. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted. People are fainting today. People committing suicide, having heart attacks, don't know what to do. Listen, we got the truth. You know the best way to lead a Muslim? Give them the truth. A lot of Muslims are seeking for truth. I found that here. found that He said, What's the best way to witness to a Muslim? Well, I asked Dr. Fagali that. Dr. Fagali, he preached at one of, my, one of my churches over, and he came all the way to Malawi. He wants to start a Muslim ministry. He said, You know, in the Quran, the Quran, it talks about a lamb, but it doesn't give the name of the lamb. So that's a good place to witness to a Muslim. Tell him about the lamb and tell him who the lamb is, Lord Jesus Christ. So I thought that was good advice. We've seen many Muslims love the Lord over there just by telling about the Lamb. Saw them scattered abroad. People just wandering from religion to religion, school to school, philosophy to philosophy. Don't help them. Listen, we have the truth. He saw them having a new shepherd. Can you hear what was it was like before you got saved? <laughs> I prayed, but my prayers didn't get answered. I read the Bible, I couldn't understand it. I had a priest tell me. I had to work, work my way to heaven. And I thought it was the right way. This is what we need to be giving the gospel out. People come to your house, give them the gospel. Go to the store, give them the gospel. I think we need to be more active. And I thought people. I know some people don't care. <laughs> but that's the next point. Our Lord had a compulsion. Yeah. Do you have any compulsions?? <laughs> Our Lord taught his disciples I mean, he was believers to be disciples. Listen, just because you're here tonight and you're saved don't mean you're a disciple. There's some people just happy to receive and going to heaven. Let the rest of the world go. To, let the rest of the world go to hell. Are you that way, huh? Oh my lordy, say, I'm trying. I'm trying. I, after one year, I you know, I was patient for one year. I got try, tired of here, I'm trying. Well, say, why don't you just just do it? Finally caught on. I hear too many Christians say, Well, I'm trying. I have some compulsions. I have to read my Bible every day. I've read through this book about 37 times since I've been saved. I have to get the gospel out. I have to be nice to my wife. Okay. Anybody willing to go to Africa, not easy. You run in <laughs> and you pray for these wives. The wives have the harder part. You teach young people to be disciples. They need to see it. You talk all you want to if they don't see it in your life. <laughs> they're not going to do it. They're going to follow you. Yeah. You know, Jesus spent most of his time discipling his 12 apostles. Did you know that? Now, I know he went out. People got saved. I know a lot of people got saved. But he spent... Much of his time, just discipling 12 men. If Jesus discipled his 12 apostles, shouldn't we be discipling our young people? <laughs> oh, we don't have time. We got Facebook. I don't have Facebook. I don't have time for Facebook. As okay? far as I'm concerned, just gossip. There's <laughs> very little truthful there. Okay? I got better things to do. What are you doing? Well I pray and write my book, writing a book on my life as a missionary. Okay. Gotta give the gospel out. Gotta read my Bible. You know, if you do everything you're supposed to do, you don't have time to do Facebook. <laughs> Can't talk to people anymore, they got to listen to their phone all the time. Okay. Well, phone's good, but Shouldn't be on all the time. Yeah. They want They'll want they talk about everything else but the Lord. <laughs> Maybe your exception's here. I'm sorry. Maybe you talk about everything, but you talk about the Lord too. But that's good. You need to do that. Some of you don't have a quiet time because you don't have time because you're on your phone too much. Yeah. Yeah, you're playing all this... Even Christian music, you're trying to read the Bible, it's kind of hard to do that. We we live in a society, we don't want to be quiet. We want noise. We also see in Luke that Jesus also sent out 70 disciples. It wasn't only his 12 he sent out, he sent out 70. This this thing was growing. (laughs) That's why I say, just when one person to the Lord this year, and disciple them, teach them. Jesus did it. If the Lord of glory did it, shouldn't we be doing it? But Jesus had a compulsion. He he wanted to make disciples out of believers. Yeah. Some of his disciples, they weren't really disciples, they left them. (laughs) Say it's too hard. (laughs) Well, God didn't say it wasn't going to be hard. But he did say he'll be with you. Uh, they asked David Livingston, why do you keep going over there? Tack by line, malaria. You know that God had a, they call it a quinine tree in Malawi. It, it, it's a yellow tree. And David Livingston, he would get the bark, he would make quinine. So God had a, Fine tree there for David Lewis. It's hard. But God takes care of needs. We got so many excuses, don't we? But the Lord had a compulsion. He wanted a disciple. Believers to be disciples. He also had a compulsion. Look at verse uh, 37. Then saith he unto the disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous. Oh, well, why get the gospel out? They're not going to listen. Well, you just listen to the devil. You just listen to the flesh. You just be a nobody. I had a man here at Good News Baptist Church. It wasn't this, but it's over there. I came forward. I I told the pastor, I've been saved. I'm going to get baptized. You know what he told me? He's probably dead now. I hope he's in heaven said so you'll be like, like the rest of us in 6 months well that made me mad it made me somebody it made me mad <laughs> there was opposition <laughs> but david Livingston said if the lord's going to be with me i'll go anywhere yeah The harvest is plenty. We just need to get busy. <laughs> we, we need to go here. Chesapeake, Virginia. I grew up in of Virginia, not too far from here. Yeah, I, I hear evangelists say this all the time. I don't know if you ever heard this. They say, I have to go overseas just to see some people saved. Now, I'm sure some people have been saved this year. You go to out, you see hundreds. <laughs> see thousands. Now, we used to see that here. I hope, I hope you're doing it here. I hope, I hope. hope. thousand people get baptized this year. But listen, we need to get the gospel out, whether we receive it or not. <laughs> we need to have a compulsion. We need to understand that harvests plenty plants. People should be getting saved. Somebody's not doing their job. It's not God the Father. It's not God the Son. It's not God the Holy Spirit. Maybe we need to pray more. That's my, that's my last point here, by the way. <laughs> People don't want to sacrifice. They don't want to obey. They don't want to go. In 22 years in Malawi, I had two pastors come. One was my brother-in-law. You, you want to say, oh, well, I thought I'd get food poison. I don't want to come, I get food poisoned. <laughs> well, I've been food poisoned twice. Not in Malawi, in Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> and if I don't eat the salad, they have that spray you put on the side, I'm allergic to that. I mean, really, it knocks me out. I had to go to the hospital. I can eat at Golden Corral, but don't eat the spray. Well, I'm going to get malaria. I was I was in the country of Africa 22 years. I never got malaria one time. Oh. William never got it. My wife never got it. And we go, once we, when we get the flu, we had a American Malarial Association there. Every time we got the flu, we checked check to see if we got malaria. No, you don't, you got the flu. Now, Hannah had it one time when she was a baby. That's why a lot of Americans don't wanna go. Yeah. had one mission board director come see us, yeah, Danny Weston, spent a week with us, had three college students, two of them were good, one was bad, one guy was an ambassador, after one month, he said, I got to go home, I got to get married, yeah, I got to go home, I said, well, didn't you know you were supposed to get married before you even came, well, (laughs) We had a group of doctors coming, and we had it all planned. Three weeks for the exposure to come, they called me and canceled. And I had all my people worked up, you're going to get some help. Some of them needed help, some of them physically. You know what their excuse was? We couldn't find a motel there for $40 a night. Yeah. Wait, you shouldn't tell me you come in the first place. And from that time on, I never told our people anybody was coming until they showed up, until they got off the plane. But I, hate, I hate, hate to see them hurt. I hate to see them get up. Verse 38, pray ye therefore, this is a command, by the way. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send fullest laborers to his harvest. Have you ever prayed that prayer? You don't have to raise your hands. Most people are kind of afraid to do that. You know why? <laughs> if I pray that the Lord to harvest send full laborers, he may send me out. <laughs> well, that's why you need to surrender. Say, Lord, I'll go anywhere you want me to go. And I don't know where God wants to send you, but you need to be willing to go. Even if it's the, what you talking, Alaska? I was in Alaska for a month, October. I had, had a good time. Yeah, missionaries do a lot of things. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm concluding now. There's this one lady, Mrs. Kagona She was a poor lady. I, I didn't want her Lord, but I discipled her. She loved the Lord, and uh, she got cancer. And I, I took her to the doctor. I said, guy to I'll pay for your hysterectomy. Well, I, I took her there, and they said she's too far gone. She said, the doctor said, but you can take her to the hospital once a month and she can get pain medicine. So as she dies with this cancer, that she can be out of pain. I had my guy take her every month to get a month. She lived about six months. And one night, she was going through the village. She said, where's my Bible? Where's my Bible? There's not enough Bibles to go around while they share it. She was looking for her, her Bible. And she finally found her Bible. And she packed her clothes, told her people she was going on a journey. Well, You don't, you don't take a journey at night, in Malawi. There's thieves all around. They thought that was strange. So she packed her bags, put her Bible in there, put her clothes in there, and she made her anencema. That's cornmeal they cook up, and they love it. She ate it. She laid it on her mat. She died, went to heaven. Listen, we don't go. People are going to die, go to hell. We need to be doing what God wants us to do. You young people, do you witness to your fellow students? You grandpas, are you helping your grandchildren to grow in the Lord? think we all need to be involved. You parents, are you you teaching you young people? Do what's right. We need to be busy about that. You know, people, (laughs) we get so concerned about phones, about money and everything, but the only eternal things in this room are people. Yeah. We get so concerned about everything. Sometimes we forget about people. That's what the ministry is about. About people. Do you love people? It'd be good. Go to the graveyard. So many people died. Go walk around Chesapeake. See people suffering, Hurt. Have you ever prayed? Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Have you ever prayed that? Well, let's stand. I'm going to have a simple invitation. If you're not saved, come get saved. I mean, do you have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? When you pray, does your Father hear you? Does he answer your prayers? He's promised he's going to answer your prayers. When you read your Bible, do you understand it? When I first got saved, that's the first thing I understood. That when I read my Bible, I understood it. I didn't understand all of it, but I began to understand it. Do you have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you ever prayed that prayer? Lord, send out laborers. Maybe that's why we don't see a whole lot of laborers nowadays. We're not praying that. I mean, that was a request that the Lord gave us. Are you willing to go? Because I was willing to go anywhere. <laughs> Didn't matter. Laid it all in all, or now, I'd try to do that. i do what the Lord wanted me to do. I don't know what your need is tonight. There are some people who have physical needs. working in hell. Thank the Lord for that. Some may have other needs, financial needs. We're in a recession. I know that. But greater seed is in us than he's in the world. Yeah. Working can work, these things out. But you need to come. You need to pray. You need to ask. He'll take care of your every need. Our Father, thank you now for this night. Thank you now for this church. Lord, I know they support a lot of missionaries. Lord, I know they're mission-minded. Or we can always do more. We can always send more. We can always go out and get the gospel out more. We can pray more. Lord, we do pray. Use this night. If anybody here unsaved. I pray this will be the night they get saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, you can visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened, and we want to encourage you to share this message with others. May the truth of God's word be your guide as you strive to follow Christ and make him known to others.